0: Welcome to Bring On Reviews, podcast where if you want review I'm your host DC and I'm joined by my co-host, Moss.
1: How's it going, everyone?
0: In this podcast, we'll review a bunch of things from movies, TV shows, stuff, and some comic stuff that you can. Um, this episode's called The Return. Um, in the first segment, it's called Thumbs Up, Thumbs Down. Basically, what we're going to do is this go around TV stuff, movie stuff, and to say if we like it or not. So first up is Arrow TV Show. What you think about it, Moss?
1: Uh, it was it was intense and heartbreaking all at the same time. It was uh it was a little sad because as you saw, Roy, it's his last episode. And then I did some background information. He's actually leaving the show, so this was his last episode. And they faked his death to so give him the opportunity to come back. But uh, the director said that they knew he was on borrowed time because. Coming off of Team Wolf, he built a lot of uh, momentum and everyone expected his career to keep going upward. After his role in the Arrow and the upcoming movie with The Rock, San Andreas, his career is going upward. I'm happy for him, but I'm sad Arsenal left. And then the ending of that episode was just way too emotional for me. How yeah. about you?
0: Yeah, it was crazy. Um, I thought the episode was good. Um, There's a lot of... Um, stuff that happened Um, spoiler alert <laughs> um many things happened in the episode um when um Roy died quotation marks um it it kind of got to me. I was like, oh, are they really gonna do an off screen death and I was like that's kind of weak. but then when they came out with him being alive, I was like, all right, I'm okay with it. There's a lot of ups and downs in this episode for me, but overall i I'll give it a thumbs up. Yeah, the
1: assassin looked familiar. the the the, the security guard, the, uh, the police officer looked too familiar. The one that stabbed him, I was like, wait a minute, and then lo and behold, it was who had appeared before that was out stabbing people as well. And it was it was well done. Personally, his exit I think was very well done, but. It still so sad and then everything else around the episode it's just i'm a little tired personally of seeing oliver's world fall apart at the end of every season it's a little overwhelming and especially since you don't think that the next one is going to be as bad as the last Ah man oh man, <laughs>
0: yeah, oh, man. Yeah, enough for...
1: spoilers about that though it's if you guys haven't seen it you definitely should because that that episode is pivotal
0: yeah it, it's definitely a great episode one one dislike for me, or, though, is um, um, Lieutenant oh Captain Lance. Sorry, him and his crusade against Oliver Queen. It's star to get tiring. Um, it just he just seems too angry, and it's like, wow, dude. He's
1: he just, obsessive about it. He's yeah. taking out his the frustrations of losing his daughter, and he's taking it very, very hard. But I think in the next episodes, he's going to get a reality check, considering the other events that have happened and how unlikely it is going to be for Oliver to restrain himself or even feel bad or consider any type of holding back against him for what's going on. I think Oliver is going to, if he gets in Oliver's face next time, it's going to be on.
0: Uh, for me, um, I hope that happens. Cause now Lance is getting a little too, too high and stuff a little bit. And it's like, yo dude, I know you're captain, but, who told you to go around like let me go inside of the the club and wreck your whole stuff I' like, yeah, who am I? the captain's son, but it's it's kind of sad to see where he's going now. I hope he turns around very soon very, very soon it does it,
1: in it, he doesn't in the comics, so I don't expect him to. He becomes one of the one of the biggest antagonists, so oh, wow. don't expect him to, but another great thing was another team up. Roy Palmer which will actually lead us into the next topic of the next show The
0: Flash Yep The Flash um this one is episode 18 of season 1 All Star Team Up Um this one was kind of cool um seeing everyone there yep. um Cisco <laughs> Cisco 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 um
1: yeah. yeah see like I said I was heartbroken when I saw him die and he looked heartbroken when he saw himself die and that was an awesome part of the episode. However, Cisco Ramon, awesome character.
0: Yeah, um, I'll give this one a thumbs up. One thing yeah. that I would give a thumbs down, though, is the whole killing off Cisco and keeping him alive again. It felt like Kenny from um, South Park. I was like, wow, I'm really going to die again. <laughs> for real.
1: Yeah, that was, that's actually very, very true. I was like, come on, bro, you just barely survived death. You just realized that you actually died. Now what the hell? But um, one thing I can say about Cisco is he's been developing before us. He developed it personally with what the, happened with his brother. He developed professionally with the challenges he had against the, you know his rival who was Pro, who was uh, the professor's like favorite mm-hmm. and then now the challenges he's faced and he found a kindred spirit in Roy which was hysterical yeah. Ray I'm sorry yeah, and Ray, Ray Palmer in the Adam and again the Adam's inclusion in both episodes I thought was great He uh, he's very witty he's very creepy it's kind of like a he's like a male version of Felicity and Cisco. And it's just really awkward, but the chemistry is so fantastic. And um, more finding out. And I want to feel bad for Eddie. I really do. <laughs> but knowing he's Eobar Thorne's descendant, I don't. Uh- <laughs> I can care less.
0: I still feel bad for him, though, because he's about to lose Iris just because of the whole secret thing, and it's like, he's been a trooper! Like, for real, for a person that's been on the okay. Catch Flash thing, and then now he's like, alright, now I know who Flash is, I'm gonna keep your secret. Now it kind of sucks, it's like, yo, he's being a trooper, and he's being a riot right now. It kind of sucks, that." Like-
1: alright, true, but if you've been paying attention throughout this season, you've noticed, like, the next level of commitment, this isn't the first time they brought up marrying... Our engagement, and he skidded right away from it. Just like when he confronted Iris's dad, his partner, and was like, yeah, when does my say come into play? He was like, when you're her husband. And yeah. he just turned around and walked <laughs> off. That's not the first time. He was really shaky about her moving in, and at the mention of engagement before, he changed the subject. So I don't feel bad for him. <laughs> when, um... He ain't thinking about it. He got cold feet. He's doing himself a favor,
0: actually. <laughs> yeah, when Joe mentioned the whole marriage thing, I kind of laughed. I was like, in <laughs> uh, my head, was like, touche, touche, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a
1: great point. But also, like I said, been paying attention, he's been skirting the issue anyway. So this is kind of doing him a favor. Yeah, he loves her, but he's not thinking about marrying her. Well, yeah, It um,
0: Hasn't been that long either. Come to think about it, it's, yeah. only been a few. While well, they've
1: had they had their relationship in secret. Remember that. Yeah. So we don't really know how long they've been together.
0: That's true.
1: That's okay. a that's a big that's a big question mark. So hopefully, if you guys have been paying attention, like Dean and I have, there's a lot to consider and a lot to speculate. Hopefully, the season finale will put a big, big imprint on everything we've been thinking about and. Leave us pleased, but wanting
0: more. It should. Um, even episode nineteen, which will air next week, it, um, it's called "Who Who's Harrison Wells." So it's basically gonna figure out exactly what happened to Harrison Wells, and that's also a team up one too. I remember. Um, I believe Captain Lance is coming over towards the Flash universe, and that should be kind of cool. So, um, that leads to Marvel's Daredevil episodes. Um, I'm gonna do this little big cap of the whole series it's only 13 episodes. no i
1: don't know because again not everyone's seen the whole series yet it's amazing guys but let's let's i i prefer generic overview and i don't know let's not let's not shoot everyone with everything i, I want people to see this this is amazing work right here
0: but continue yeah um basically happens in the whole thing is awesomeness. Um, Marvel's definitely (laughs) stepping up their game with the whole Netflix um, series. I I can't wait to see Jessica Jones. This should be happening in the fall, and then afterwards should be Iron Fist and Luke Cage and then a Defenders. Jessica Jones is who? Um, Jessica Jones is part of the Defenders group. Um, Don't know too much about her, but she sounds like she's a cool character.
1: All right, well there you go, guys. Jessica Jones, and they're setting up to start the to the Luke Cage series, and hopefully Heroes for Hire. So there's going to be a lot of tie-ins, and Marvel is stepping their game up, just like these said. I'm excited, but again, brief overview of Daredevil. For those of you who don't know, Matt Murdock, he uh, he gets blinded as a child. His father's a a struggling boxer who uh pays the price living in hell's kitchen for taking a dive he shouldn't have and things spiral for him and he becomes super and has blind person and struggles as an orphan years later he's a lawyer in hell's kitchen trying to rebuild and bring justice and he's also vigilante by night he does he does a little bit of everything it's it's really amazing how well they've done it and how they've developed this character and the show is well watch- worth watching. Uh, for those of you who are fans of Marvel, you'll be very pleased. For those of you who aren't, I'm positive you'll find so many things you can like about this.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a series you should watch. Um, reserva Dawson's in the whole series too and she does a great job as the medic person. And Charlie Cox yeah, is amazing nurse. Matt Murdock
1: yes and uh surprisingly i was really interested in how they would cast wilson fisk because wilson fisk who's the kingpin Mm -hmm. in the comics and he was about almost 600 pounds but six percent body fat he looked like a giant tub of lard but he was actually all muscle and he was also quite brilliant and this show shows a wildly different view of fisk mm-hmm. and it's almost like a pre-kingpin which i believe because he develops as the kingpin at the same time as matt murdoch's developing as daredevil so you you watch the maturity of these two characters together and influence each other's development and it's 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 so well done i'm I'm excited. I'm I'm actually kind of upset that they gave us all thirteen episodes right away and now we're left with nothing.
0: <laughs> well they're so, all hour long, so it, it'll take you a while to go through them, not unless you're someone like me that went through them in a the day, but you'll um, <laughs> definitely take a little while to actually watch all of them. And if you want to, you can rewatch them over and over again. And it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yes. and it's also gonna tie into, I believe, the whole MCU universe. I'm not sure how it will. But it will have like slight yeah. ties to each movie, so it's pretty. cool. Yes,
1: it, they they they've already mentioned how the ties to the cinematic universe are in effect. But does that mean we'll see a cameo from from Tony Stark? From who's going to be everywhere? Robert Downey Jr. Expecting to see him everywhere, anytime. I'll and, probably say and how they going
0: A, a low powered um superhero will probably be there, someone like Hawkeye or black widow oh or no of like
1: course that. but but i mean if think consider tony stark process, just tony stark i didn't say iron man i did say tony stark showing up just doing a quick cameo or being interviewed for something or uh, i would definitely see that happening man that should be cool that
0: so, should be cool yep so that leads us to the trailer section um a couple of trails actually dropped this week, which is kind of cool. Um, all together, with four of them. The first one we'll go over is the Ant Man trailer. So, what do you think about it, Moss?
1: Well, personally, I've never been a big fan of Ant Man, but I really like what they're doing with it. I'm really excited. In the comics, he develops and becomes. Uh, temporary leader of the new Fantastic Four while the, the Richards family is gone. And that's not something we'll see anytime soon, but I think the direction that they're going with this is going to be good. Uh, they take several different roles with ant and later on, he becomes leader of the alternate Fantastic Four, substituting in for the Richards family that go on an extended vacation.
0: Yep, that's Scott Lang for you guys. Scott Lang. It's pretty cool. Um, in this trailer, it, it showed a lot more um, of the Marvel Universe style kind of kind of action, which is kind of cool. It had a lot of comedy in there. had a lot of, of of plot points in there. Not too many that will throw away the whole movie, but enough to where it's like, all right, I can see what's happening with this movie and where it's actually going. It's pretty nice.
1: Yes, considering the success they had with Guardians of the Galaxy using characters that weren't mainstream. And they were able to tell the character's story so close to the comics and make it so well done and cast so well. For it, I'm I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt even though I'm not a fan of Ant-Man. And considering it is Marvel and I've seen just about every Marvel movie in recent memory, (laughs) <laughs> They've already taken my money, so I'm going to see it as a loyalist, but I expect good things. So, what about you, D?
0: Um, for me, um, I enjoyed it. I really did enjoy it, as I mentioned before. It's um, something I'll give a thumbs up to. Um, Scott Lang did well. well Paul Rudd did an amazing job. Um, Michael Douglas looked good in the whole um, Hank Pym scene. It just looked awesome. It, it improved on the first trailer, because the first trailer had a few things in there, but the second one had a lot more action. Um, the, the ending part was hilarious with the whole um train scenario, which is, it made me laugh <laughs> yeah. a lot. It really made me laugh. So, yeah,
1: I'm, and again, what cameos will we see? Marvel's Marvel's got tricks for everyone, so they have a little bit of something, and they love stacking everything with Easter eggs.
0: Yes, they so. do. Do. Let's
1: let's see where it goes. All right. So, what's next on um, the trailers?
0: Um, next up we'll go with the Batman vs Superman trailer. Um, well, teaser trailer that actually dropped today. <laughs> Funny enough, yeah. it's supposed to actually drop on Monday, but there's a leaked one that came online a couple of hours ago. So Zack Snyder yeah. was forced to put out the actual trailer itself, which is kind of unfortunate. So I'm sure see. he
1: wasn't happy about that, but considering the trailer wow yeah
0: yeah wow um, i i enjoyed it a lot um i could say there's one thing that i would change about it i'll make it where Batman's talking a little bit more and he see a more batman you know um probably instead of the sound soundbites from other people probably batman saying all those things and then eventually seeing him on the screen like more and more but uh, otherwise it's a well, no trailer
1: what was really important about that was the symbolism. you got to remember they were talking about how they they, they, uh, they turned Superman into a symbol of idolatry they start they showed the the level at which people were following him and he became such an important leader and the dominance he was displaying. So someone else talking about it showed that there were people who were dissenters to that thought. And Batman, of course, is at the helm of anything. Batman embodies uh, embodies everything that's justice and question everything and doing things tooth and nail the hard way. And that's just what they showed. I, personally, I'm not liking the suit. It looks very boxy and bulky. Considering, I mean, I guess that was his suit. This, the armored suit that he wears in the trailer, is kind of like his version of a Hulkbuster suit. I don't see much help it'll be, but I'm really excited about seeing this. Um, I think it's going to be really well. It's going to be very dark, very, very DC, dark and gritty and very
0: adult. So I'm. It looked good it looks good which is pretty cool mm-hmm. um the boxy likeness of the the suit from batman it falls in line with the dark knight um returns which i was like oh that's kind of cool i seen on the screen itself yeah and then hearing the voice of um ben affleck i i, I, I gotta get used to it because when i heard it, i was like oh, it <laughs> sounds very robotic like i thought i'd have his voice a little more into it but um i have to wait and see another trailer to give my full um thought about it. But this one was amazing. It really was amazing. Was I'd rather cool.
1: hear his voice sound robotic than what our last Batman gave us, which <laughs> 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 that hot gargled mess that Christian Bale passed off was Yeah this... <laughs> the only thing that people had a complaint about when it came to him as Batman. That that gargled mess.
0: Yeah It's one of things where it's hard to hide your voice, especially when people are around you so much, and you know um, it'll work hopefully. (laughs) So, um, we get to the next topic now, which will be Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens teaser treasure treasure Ah. teaser trailer. (laughs) Considering that
1: it the the trailer was released on April sixteenth. And today's April 17th and over 25 and a half million people have already seen this online. I'm going to need you to say the title clearly for everyone. (laughs) This is Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens. Again, 25 and a half million people have already seen this one particular trailer on YouTube. Not including whatever other trailers people have put out releasing the same exact footage or what website has. It's going to be this. This week has been just a straight nerdgasm for for us all everywhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, it really was. Um, the seeing that trailer was kind of cool, especially at the end with um, Chewie and Han. Solo. And Han, yeah, it yeah, it's, awesome.
1: it's very, it's a very, it's a very emotional moment. Honestly, I, 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 I was really brought back as soon as I saw them. And he's, it's, it's going to be good. Um. I'm hoping that they avenge the last three movies and pick up from the errors of their past. So,
0: yeah, it should be. Um, J. Abrams has been doing as well, especially with the Star Trek um scene right there. So seeing that and him going over Star Wars now, I have faith he'll make it good. And it looked visually amazing. It re- really did. It's, it's yeah. very very great. Um, yeah, we'll see you on Christmas and. And see what's up, and closer, and we'll see more trailers, and that'd be kind of cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, a little segue though. Our uh, our Star Wars creator George Lucas mm-hmm. is also creating a a development, a housing development for for low income families. So not only has, does he have this little baby project coming out, but he also has big plans for us all here. So big big thumbs up to to George Lucas and cool.
0: thank him for all his contributions cool 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 stuff right there um next contribution will be <laughs> terminator genesis um that trailer actually dropped this week also uh, i had a thumbs middle of this one um for the most part it was a good trailer but then they had a lot of um spoiler alerts in there which kind of kind of sucked <laughs> a little bit on close to the end of the trailer it just gave away too much to the story and it, it just takes you out of it a little bit which is unfortunate what's your thoughts about it?
1: I, I what's this, the fifth, sixth movie and I felt like it was the first which is kind of what it touches upon it goes back to that past of during the first movie and it was I, I honestly didn't know how to feel I was a little over it I'm, I'm a little over the whole Terminator vibe um, it's it was interesting. It looks really well done, but the the animated Arnold looked so clay-like. It was pretty awkward. He was really, really pink, like he was just freshly born, and that was strange. <laughs> that was the most unsettling thing for me, a very pink, baby-like Arnold. It was just weird.
0: Good old CGI. <laughs> miracle CGI. It's pretty cool seeing that.
1: CGI, I wouldn't call it good at that point, but CGI definitely. But I mean, not to take anything away from it, it's just another. It, they travel back to the past to to the landscape of the original Terminator to try to stop the extinction level event from happening, and it that's what the movie is about. <laughs> will it will it be worth to watch? I personally don't think so, but leave that up to I leave that up to you guys.
0: All right, hey. Well, hopefully it's good in the movie theaters. Um, which leads us to our next segment. It's called "Come to Theaters." This basic segment where we're gonna go over what movies will we rather see this week that's actually coming out. Um, there's actually four of them coming out this weekend. Um, first is Paul Blart Two, Mall Cop Two. Um, there's Unfriended, Monkey Kingdom, and Child Forty Four. Um, I'll probably put the description of all these movies in the. The show notes when I post this video, well, not video, audio, on my website. Um, let's see. What movie would I see this weekend? I probably would pick Unfriended. I've heard quite good good things about it. Um, right now, Rotten Tomatoes has a good, I think, 78 to 80% on there, which I'm kind of surprised. Um, I thought it would be a hard movie because of the whole oh, it's all
1: camera footage from Let's <laughs> It's all sit in the chat room, and yeah. we all die one by one. Don't you dare log off.
0: Yeah, so it yeah. sounds crazy, but I've been hearing a lot of good things, and this is from critics. So I'm like, all right, let me actually go watch this for a little bit and see what's up with it. So, Moss, which one out of these four movies would you pick this weekend?
1: Would I pick this weekend? Uh-huh. Honestly, it would have to be between Child 44 and Monkey Kingdom for very different reasons. Child 44, the cast. Also 1952, Communist Russia, and they're trying to solve... uh, Tom Hardy's trying to solve a serial serial killing spree of maniacs running around killing children. And in Communist Russia, there are no murders. There's just unfortunate deaths. So... He's trying to get past the stigma stereotype that they have in Russia at the same time solve these actual murders that are happening to children all over. That sounds really, really a far stretch, mm-hmm. but interesting enough that I, I would want to see it. And Monkey Kingdom, I mean, Disney nature, they're, they're doing great things. Uh, when's the last time you saw a documentary about monkeys in the wild that looked that crisp and that beautiful that the imagery itself is amazing. And I, I grew up watching documentaries. I think it'd be great, but if I'm going to the movies, I'm going to see child 44.
0: Okay, cool. Um, fun little fact, um, monkey kingdom is actually a sequel to bears. (laughs) Really? Oh,
1: (laughs) okay. See now that kind of makes sense. Disney nature. You're absolutely right okay <laughs>
0: it's, it's, it's kind of funny that I, don't you know.
1: that. <laughs> I don't know i don't know where or if it follows whatever but it's definitely morgan freeman narrating it look it's visually amazing and if you're an animal lover you'll like it worth going to the movies for mm, probably not
0: i'll probably matinee it <laughs> yeah
1: there you go that that'd be a good matinee movie
0: definitely all right. Um, this is going to our final segment for this show, which is called "What Happened This Week in History," mostly entertainment stuff. So, in this one, we basically go over a few things that happened this week in history. Um, could have been last year, could have been ten years ago, twenty years ago, forty years ago, whatever have it. Um, first thing up here is Disturbia, that came out eight years ago on April thirteenth. So, that's an awesome movie. It really was. Um, Shia LaBeouf did a great job. Yeah, Shia,
1: Shia LaBeouf. Uh. On on uh, success after success, I uh, just uh, just before he did Transformers, on his way up, not robbing homeless men for the McChicken's in Times Square. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. it was a it's a really good movie, and it's it's pretty much what happens when no one believes this one kid who cries who cried wolf, and he he does his thing. It's really good.
0: It is a very, very good movie. It had a lot of thrills aspects of it. And mm-hmm. it's an awesome movie. I saw a movie there. this. I didn't think I would like it. But when I saw it, I, I loved it. I really did. I have it on DVD right now. I might even well, go Well, there you go.
1: It. You liked it well enough to own it.
0: Yes, I did. <laughs> um, next up is Punisher. Um, the Punisher, actually, with Thomas Jane. It came out 11 years ago on the 16th of April. Oh, ah, interesting. Hmm.
1: This one was my favorite Punisher. I mean, I grew up on Dolph Lundgren, but Dolph Lundgren seemed much more cartoony and ridiculous, whereas Punisher seemed much more troubled. Uh, The story was a little weak. However, his involvement and the insanity that took place and the calculated steps that he took in this movie, I thought were great. But, of course, Punisher... Is a gun toting lunatic. So <laughs> I guess that's a big difference. The last Punisher movie was much truer to Punisher, but this Punisher, I think Thomas Jane did a great job. And uh, who doesn't love Rebecca Romaine and John
0: Travolta? Mm-hmm. They're both a good combination. Hopefully, they make another one. Um, Thomas Jane's actually um, campaigning to get another one, which is um, cool to say it. Um, hopefully, they do make another one, though.
1: I do too. I mean, the last one was a bit ridiculous. He was shooting parkour bad guys with a grenade launcher. I prefer Thomas Jane. (laughs) It was was a little insane. I don't know if you saw it, but it was gory and very short film. It was just every other cutscene was just gun, gun, kill, kill, kill.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. Going from the parkour scene, um, the next one we have up here is The Forbidden Kingdom, which actually came out five years ago on April 18th. That's with Jet Li I, and Actually, Jack seven Chan. years ago. Actually, yes, that is seven years ago. Huh. That's yes, what it is. Seven years ago.
1: Yeah, oh. 2008. Yes. April 18th,
0: 2008.
1: Yes. Around this time, I had I was in my third day in basic training, but I was definitely missing the first encounter between two martial arts megastars in Jackie Chan and Jet Li. And Yeah. It, it was amazing. I, I was pleased. I was pleased. It was a the story is a big stretch, but seeing them two on screen and watching it all unfold, it was a beautifully told story and it was very visually striking. I enjoyed it, but again, I was I was nerding out considering Jet Li and Jackie Chan were finally on screen together. How were your feelings about it?
0: Yeah, I thought it was a great movie. Um, the the different um martial arts um kind of scenes were awesome and different styles too the drunken box and of course from jackie chan which he's <laughs> in. um and i think uh the crane was from jet Li or the snake i can't remember which one it was but um jet Li and and jackie chan were amazing on screen and seeing them both fight each other was amazing it, it...
1: he was i believe he was the snake because the crane was a female martial artist i remember her training on a, a village
0: yeah, so it's, it's pretty cool seeing both of them go at each other. And they actually had a good couple of fight scenes. And I was like, oh, snap. It reminds yeah. me back in the old Kung Fu days with they were both being in there. So it's kind of <laughs> yes, cool. Yes, and
1: at their age, that was incredibly
0: impressive. It really was. Um, which leads us to a not-so-impressive movie, which is Scream 4, <laughs> <laughs> which came out on um, April 15th, um, 2011, four years ago. Yeah. Oh, there's man.
1: if there's one thing that pissed me off more about seeing Sidney Driscoll scream, it was the fact that they still hadn't caught, killed off Officer Dewey. Yeah. <laughs> Holy hell. Holy hell. I don't I don't know. I I'm just not a fan of David He He's just Oh, he's just I, he's just not, I mean, I liked him in Ready to Rumble, but that's only cuz I'm a wrestling fan. Other yep. than that, I just don't like David Arquette. The, the it was a it, it was another attempt at milking successful series.
0: It, it was it's funny. It, it's not as bad as the Saw series, but it's to where.
1: <laughs> that's, that's another league of milking a series. But yeah, it really was. So, scream, definitely, scream definitely. It it was a, a, an immediate cult classic, but by the fourth movie, everyone was tired.
0: Yeah, it really was, unfortunately um it did well for what it's supposed to do um it's better than other series because there's been plenty of other series like um the leprechaun series which i'm mad <sighs> even went past two but hey yeah uh, well
1: <laughs> he's back in the hood i don't know if you've seen it. he leprechaun in the hood a few of them came out i think yeah, it's like he's back name. in it
0: like three four times He might as well just stay there yeah
1: <laughs> so about Le- I, think Lep- I think leprechaun likes black women but
0: whatever who knows <laughs> <laughs> well, on that cool. note, <laughs> this actually <laughs> the end of the episode. Um, you can find us on social media. Um, first up is the Bring On Reviews website. Um, there's a lot of stuff on there, trailers, reviews of many things. Um, go on there and check out Trailer two. subscribe to our website to get more stuff from us. Um, if you want to submit a question or just some feedback for us, you can email us at bringonreviews.gmail.com. Uh, or look us up on Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube. At BringOnReviews and Twitter for Bring On Reviews. You can use the hashtag Bring On Reviews for any questions you might have for us. It might even make it into the next show. Um, let's go with the host and stuff. Uh, Moss, where can they find you on social media? On
1: Instagram, you can find me at Defiant Underscore Moss. And on and on Twitter, sorry guys, I have two different names. Uh, on Twitter, you can find me at Goliath NYC.
0: Awesome. Yes,
1: and of course, uh, we'll have many things to discuss. If you just hit us up, let us know what you guys think or what you may want us to talk about. DC, where can they find you personally?
0: Alright, they can find me on Twitter and Instagram at DwightNC, that's Dwight That's D W I G H T. A N T C. Um, that's D W I G H T A N T C. So, um, from Bringer Reviews, myself and Moss included, we'll catch you guys next time.
1: Till next time, guys.